Thank you guys for joining me on Every Ray Living. You already know it is your girl Rayette. Welcome. First and foremost, guys, we already know it's less than a week away from Christmas. And how many of you are ready? And if you was to ask, not asked with a T, ask with a K, uh, your girl, if she's ready, the answer would be, well, I would have two answers. No and not yet. And I stole that off of a TV show or comedian or whatever. So that's where I got no and not yet from. But I changed it and said no and not yet. Anyway, I'm not ready. But whenever I'm asked if I'm ready or if I'm getting ready, my response is I will be on Christmas. I am that person that I'm still running down to Walgreens. Now, prior to the pandemic, Walgreens was open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So if I needed a gift card, I needed a quick gift. If one kid was slighted and I'm looking at it like, oh my God, this person didn't get that much or whatever. Um, I'm running down, grabbing some just to even it out. Now I'm past that part of it because at the end of the day, I have six grandchildren and everybody is not going to be treated equally in terms of getting the same amount of gifts. There are I have a one-year-old granddaughter all the way up to an eight-year-old grandson. So there's things that are not going to be even. So I'm done doing that. And it's not that I love one more or less. It just is what it is. You know, the age plays a big part in, it, part in it. And the multiple of children plays a big part in it. But all that to say, I am not going to be ready for Christmas until Christmas Day. Now, I am going to be preparing but like I said, there's always that one thing that you got to run to the store for. And the fact that Walgreens is usually the only store that's open on Christmas, I utilize it multiple times throughout the day. But not only do I want to talk about Christmas and all the fun and the hoopla surrounding it, I want to talk about being mindful of people who don't have, you know, multiple people in their house to help celebrate Christmas. And the reason I wanted to do this, um particular podcast about is because I was at work yesterday and I work in the healthcare um, field and I love working in healthcare because not only do you help people, they can impact your life on so many different levels and you know that they impact, you impact their life, not only because they tell you, but you just know if that's what you want to do and you're the type of person that want to be impactful on someone's life, you're going to. So that said, yesterday, this lady, you know, was telling me, now I knew that she had lost her husband a few uh, months ago. He had cancer, and then as a result, he ended up, you know, getting COVID. So it just, at the end of the day, took him out altogether. Um, but she came in yesterday, and one coworker asked her how she was doing, and she mentioned that, you know, they just celebrated, she celebrated their 44th, anniversary or something like that I know it was in the 40s so she ended up coming to my section so I hooked her up and all that good stuff good stuff and then she I didn't even mention anything about her husband or her anniversary or anything because I could just tell it was a fragile type of conversation but she looked over at me as I was getting you know her paperwork together and she says you know this will be my first Christmas without my husband and I knew that, again, because I knew that he passed a few months ago. And I said, yeah, you know. So the tears start to well up in her eye a little bit. 
But what she said to me stuck out to me like a sore thumb because I could relate to this on a, on a certain level. So she says, um, you know, since he's passed, no one has called or come by. No one. When he was sick, I got all kind of phone calls and all kind of visits. But it's like after he passed, the funeral was over with, everything stopped. No one calls, no one checks on me. I don't know if it's because I went back to work and I've had to continue as normal, but I don't feel normal. I feel sad, I feel lonely, I feel hurt, and I need and would like to talk to people. And I would like to talk to all those people that called me when he was alive. And I can relate to that, and I think a lot of us can, because after the funeral, and everybody goes back to their normal, while you're stuck in your new normal, you're like, where's all these people that said, hey, I'm going to call a check on you. I'm going to come visit you. I'm going to do all that. Where are those people? Because I'm not saying this to be shady or to step on anybody's toes. But if I'm stepping on somebody's toes, okay, put your Timberlands on so it don't hurt that bad. But I'm really not. I'm just saying what is real. I can count on one hand how many people that had all this outpouring, call me if you need anything, which let me just pause right there. I hate when people say that. If you're grieving, you've lost someone, something's going on in your life, who is really calling saying, hey, can you bring me something to eat? I'm hungry. Hey, can you go get me a roll of toilet paper? I don't have any. Who is really doing that? And why would you want them to get to that point that they call you if they need something? Why not just be a blessing and show up without badgering them? Do you need anything? Do you need anything? And they're telling you no, and you hanging up thinking they really don't need anything. Nobody is doing that. Now, will people call you if they need something? Sure. Why not? I mean, that's what people are there for. You know, when I needed something, I called my mom. But there were times that my mom would call me and be like, do you need this? Do you need this? Well, I'm bringing this over, you know, and I've had friends to do the same thing. But I'm just saying in situations like that, nobody is calling you. That's when you should use your five senses that God gave you, use one of them and just say, I'm going to go and do this. I'm going to go and show up and talk to her. I'm going to pick up the phone and call, not text, call. But going back to what I was saying, I can count on one hand how many people really called me, really showed up after my mom passed. And I wasn't expecting nobody to do anything. And I wasn't shocked for the people who didn't do it because a lot of it was just talk. And people do just say stuff to say stuff. But then your friends and your family who you expect to be like that and they don't, it looks different. And so I definitely could understand and relate to what she was talking about when she said no one called. Now, like I said, to a certain degree, I can relate to that because I can count on my hand how many people called and showed up even after my mom passed. I definitely can do that. But from what she said, she can. And so when she mentioned it to her daughter, she said to her daughter, and I'm quoting what she said, well, I must have died right along with your father because no one calls or comes and checks on me. And her daughter's words were, oh, mom, stop it. Now, on the other hand of that, not only did she lose her husband, her daughters lost their father. So they're grieving in their own way, too. But I think it's different with um, husband and wives because they live together. They share each other, everything together. And when it's just that person in the home, 
grieving looks and feels different. Whereas her daughters are going home to their husband and their children and they have someone to comfort them in that time. So I said all that to say this, holidays can allow you to become selfish with you and your intimate family, especially now that you know the virus is out here and it's so contagious, it causes you to be isolated. But I think you gotta come out of yourself a little bit and extend yourself a little bit to those that you think got it together. Send a phone call, send a card. You can drop a gift at the door. You don't always have to have, you know, physical contact, but just that surprise to make that person feel like they're thought of. And it made me so sad for her because even though I lost my mom last year, 2019, this is our second Christmas without her. And yes, last year looked different, felt different for a lot of different reasons. My eyes were open to things. I was irritated about things with people. It was a whole slew of things that had me in a funky attitude last year. But this year I decided I'm not going to be that way. I'm not going to feel that way because my mom wouldn't want me to feel that way. And I don't want to go into an abyss of darkness and depression and anger and all that because it's a bridge to nowhere. And I don't just, I just don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but ultimately I want to be aware of my emotions and my feelings and all that good stuff and deal with them, but also be aware that I'm not in this grieving process by myself. It's so many people that have lost loved ones that have to go through this Christmas without them and uncomfortable as it is, unfair as it may seem sometimes, it is reality. And that is a reality that, you know, we do need to be a little bit more aware of and be a little bit more compassion. Now, I'm going to say this as well. There are relationships that people have in their family where you're not always calling them all the time. That has never been the relationship growing up or in your adult life or whatever. So it's hard to turn over a new leaf and just randomly pop up at somebody's house or just randomly calling when you never did that before, it makes it awkward. And that's sad because in times like this, you probably want to, and you're uncomfortable with doing it, and they probably want you to do it, but you've never done it. So, you know, it's that whole thing. And maybe this is a time that if you have that on you, that you would want to break the mold and extend yourself to someone. Because now is not the time just to be selfish with yourself and your family. Now is the time to really extend yourself a little bit more because then you'll get to see how enriched you make someone else's life. And I want to say this, I came home from work yesterday to a lovely surprise and I posted it on Facebook and my friend Nicole um, got me a gift and the gift was a plaque that I'm going to hang up. I call it a plaque. I don't even know if that's the right word for it, but it says your friends, friends are angels in disguise. And she got me some Reese's, a journal, and Sharpie pens, specific Sharpie pens. I wasn't expecting it, didn't know she brought it until I got home from work. Um, but the reason I'm focusing on that, friends are angels in disguise, because she probably bought that because she felt like I was an angel to her, which I am. <laughs> Just kidding. But Real talk, she bought that probably because she felt like that's how I am to her. I may have said or did something at a time in her life that made her feel like, wow, you know, Rayette, 
showed up in this way and didn't even know it. But on the flip side of that, her buying that stuff for me was so big in a way to someone else that may look little, minute or whatever. But for me, it was huge. Couple reasons why. One, if you know me, you know I love Reese's, Reese's cups, and I like them warm. I don't want them in the freezer. And I like um, M&M's, peanut to be exact. So if you ever want to buy me some candy, go ahead with those. But I'm trying to lose weight, so you really don't got to. But if it's put on your heart, you can do those. And then my upscale palette loves Lindor chocolate and the Ghirardelli. But who doesn't? But sea salt, Ghirardelli, if it's put on your heart. Or the peppermint bark, just putting it out there. But anyways, she got me that. My Sharpie pens, I love, I have the worst handwriting sometimes. But I write better with those kind of pens and my journal. But let me just talk to you about the journal. I had this exact journal she bought me. She didn't know it though, but she knows I journal. And a year and a half ago, me and my daughter was looking and searching high and low for a new journal for myself. Well, I wanted this particular journal. It's black, whatever, whatever. And I got it at this specific store, Hobby Lobby, I'll just say it. And it wasn't there. And I remember Jada saying, what is the big deal? Here's this journal. Why don't you get this? Why didn't, because it matters. And I didn't find it. And ever since then, I would buy like stupid journals that I really don't like, really wouldn't want to pull out anywhere because I, I didn't like it like that. But I sucked it up and got me a journal that I carry in my purse. So I was happy with that, but never happy with you know, my bigger journals because it wasn't the one that I wanted. And I didn't see anything that said with me that said, Ooh, I got to have this journal. So to come home and see this exact journal that I had been looking for, but they were out of, I was like, Hey, how does she know? This is the exact journal I was looking for. How does she know? I wanted another one. Cause I never said to her, I wanted a new journal. Um, Friends are angel in disguise. That stuck out to me because I've been wanting a new journal and she bought it for me. And then my Sharpie pens, you know, I love those. I can never have enough of those, but I'm specific. I like the black ones. And then, you know, the Reese's, you know, she got, it's those little things that make a big difference. And it's something so small to someone else, but huge to me because no one knew I wanted a new journal. And I was very specific with this black journal because it has all kind of biblical, biblical um, messages on there. Um, uh, what else is on here? And, and, and it has um, where you can go and look for different um, scriptures. You know, it has the scriptures on it. On the inside, it has like inspirational quotes that you can go to the Bible and, you know, check out um, references. I mean, all types of things in there that made me having that particular journal special to me. And so when I came home from work to see that it was... Uh, amazing so like for example um it says if the sun sets you free you will be free indeed and that's john 8 uh, 36 and it's like stuff like that is all through the bible i mean all through the bible all through the journal you know and uh 
Another example, O Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you and praise your name. For in perfect faithfulness, you have done marvelous things. Things planned long ago. Isaiah 25, verse 1. I mean, that is the journal I was looking for. And I was reading that out of the journal, my old one. And my new one is exactly like that. But who would have known? Who would have known that I was looking for that particular journal? Who would have known? No one but God. And he put it on her heart to purchase it for me. So that's what I'm saying. Go outside of yourself a little bit and you'll see how enriched you'll make someone else feel. And she probably felt great buying me that gift that she knew that I would love. But she didn't really know how much of an impact and how happy it made me. Until I told her and told her, the, you know, the story behind it. And I was looking for that exact journal and so on and so forth. So that's what I'm saying. Go outside of yourself and be a blessing to someone else because you just never know what is in store for you. Forget about, you know, how you're making someone else feel. Not forget about it in the sense of forgetting about it. But you're not going to realize how it impacts you on the other end by, you know, seeing how happy they are. Um, in regards to um, stepping outside of yourself or stepping outside of your comfort zone. Because like I told her, you did that thinking, oh, I'm excited. I was happy to do it, knowing that I would love it and enjoy it, but not really understand how deep it was for me um, in regards to looking for that specific one and having the right pen to write in it and all that good stuff. So again, I just want you guys to be mindful this Christmas season that don't let the pandemic be the reason that you don't extend yourself a little bit more. Let this pandemic be the reason you extend yourself a little bit more. And we are going to go into 2021 optimistic. Um, I'm going to end with this. And, you know, so many people keep saying, I can't wait for 2021 to come out. I'm so ready for 2020 to be over with. I have a different mindset about that. You don't know what's in store for 2021. Everybody was all hyped about 2020, you know, getting married, 10, 20, 2020, and all this other stuff. You never know what's in store for you. You just got to go in faith and know in all things, be grateful. In all things, know that he is covering and protecting and guiding and his mercies his mercy and grace is sufficient for us all. Even if it don't look like it, even if it don't feel like it, even if you're going through something that don't feel good, you know with him it's going to pass because all you got to do is think there's someone way worse or they feel way worse than you do. I mean, I worked this whole pandemic. That does not mean because I worked this whole pandemic, I didn't face financial challenges. I didn't face emotional challenges, spiritual challenges, mental challenges. That does not mean because you worked through the whole pandemic, you were exempt from feeling some type of way. We weren't. You just get through it because you know that there's the almighty that's covering and, and, and making a way for us to all come out of it. Um, on top, but you just got to be faithful and know and don't get caught up in what it looks like because Lord knows I have done that. I continue to do it, but I go back to what I know and that's praying and asking for faith and the strength to get through it. And that's how we overcome. And to you, it may not be a big deal. I mean, to someone else, it may not be a big deal, but for you, it's, it's all the deal. And that's all that matters. As long as you know that you're being brought from a place where, you know, you once felt a certain way, but you're not there no more. That's the beauty. You know, I had my friend tell me a long time ago, you know, 
My circumstances may not have changed that much, but my mindset about it changed because I look at things different. And I paraphrase it heavenly because I didn't do uh, her words no justice, but she's always been that type of person to um, her words have always encouraged me to be a better version of myself. And I just so appreciate that about her. And I'm not going to say her last name, but her first name is Sonia. And it has got, her words have gotten me through so many things. But at the end of the day, in the beginning of the next, Merry Christmas to everyone. Clearly, this is the last time you're going to hear from me. Um, I hope to get back on here before Christmas and all that good stuff and share some things with you. But I just want to talk about that because I want you guys to understand that people are really going through things. And sometimes you might just be that little bit of light that they need to get through. So that said, Merry Christmas, happy shopping. I love you guys. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for taking the time out of your day for just listening to me because I do it not just for myself. I do it for you. And like I said, if it's only one person listening, I don't care, but I'm thankful that it's more than one person listening. And I encourage you guys to, um, continue to do what you want to do to be a better version of yourself. And, uh, uh again, like I said, you guys have a great day.